Welcome to another episode of Metal Mastermind. Co-founder, co-host Jason Stallworth, and also co-founder and co-host the great Ken Candelis. Dude, <laughs> another week. Here we go. <laughs> what what episode are we on? We're almost like getting, climbing up to thirty. I think. Almost. I think so. I think this might be twenty nine or thirty. This might be thirty, dude. I think this is the thirtieth episode. Of if if uh, if we're wrong, of course, you know, people will tell us. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's amazing. I love doing this podcast. It's so much fun. I feel so much more connected with the community. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I think we've been enjoying every single minute of you guys giving feedback and just contributing to the Metal Mastermind podcast and all of our guests that we've had and our sponsors. They've been a really, really awesome addition to Metal Mastermind. Yes, yes. And and thanks, uh, thanks to our moderators on Discord as well. Uh, <laughs> we've got emily out there she was just on a live youtube that i was on a couple nights ago on my channel so i uh, appreciate everyone in the discord community and just having you guys just share you know share your knowledge with everyone and i think that's ken and i both believe that's what it's all about is it's about if we attain knowledge let's share that let's help each other out and let's take it another level and let's encourage one another which is what we're getting into today guys uh, ken and i want to talk to you about and talk to ourselves because you know we all we all have the same challenges right you know it's not like ken and i are sitting on this this pedestal or these like cool chairs and the clouds or whatever you know like we're these kings of i don't know i'm just making stuff up now but (laughs) (laughs) we're, we're just like you guys you know we're just like you guys um all of you guys and girls you know, we, we share the same challenges and uh, and we want to share the same successes as well. And one thing we were talking about is focusing, putting more of your focus on the things that you are naturally good at, right? And the things that you love, oftentimes those co- those go together, right? Those those connect. So the things you love, well, you're naturally good at it, you know, because you love it, right? <laughs> and, right. And, and you love it because you're good at it, vice versa. So uh, those are the things I think that we really should focus more on instead of everything else, trying to do what uh, one of my old bosses used to tell me this when I'd get frustrated. She's like, Jason, you're, you're trying to boil the ocean. Quit trying to boil the ocean. And that has, has been something that stuck with me in my entrepreneurial journey here and here with Metal Mastermind is stop trying to boil the ocean, man. Just you're good at some stuff, right? Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's two things, maybe it's five things, but it's probably not 20. And the more focus you put into things that you're great at and that you love, well, the better you're going to get at those things. And that has a magical way of compounding like substantially when you focus more on the things you're already good at and you already love rather than trying to be, you know, the jack of all trades type of thing. So, Ken, have you have you ever experienced yourself like trying to do like too much? You're great at this. You know, you're great at this. But then you're trying to do this other stuff as well. Totally, man. Um like everything that we do here in indie music. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just uh, there are certain things that I know um, I, I really excel at. And, and most of the time, um, I, I, I'm a, I consider myself a, a, a bit of on the spectrum. Right. So like my my slight bit of autism has a, has a way of just super focusing on certain things. And then I like go 110 percent and I get really good at it. Um, that's kind of one of my things. So when I go into something like drumming or I go into something like really nitpicking about like a mix or something like that, uh, that's where that side of me really starts to shine. But when it's like 
then having to take that and do something completely different, like try to keep up with marketing or, you know, trying to expand into a different type of field, you know, like, oh, now I'm going to learn about video games and stuff. It's like, you know, mm. maybe I shouldn't distract myself too much, you know, like let's keep my attention Focus on the things that are at hand, important, that need me, because if they don't happen, nothing moves forward. So a lot of the time, it's just eliminating um, the clutter because you can do all these things. Doesn't mean you should, if you get what I mean. I love that. And I got to I got to do a quick plug here, guys, on Ken's drum skills. So <laughs> obviously, that's one of Ken's <laughs> gifts. Uh, dude, <laughs> I'll never forget, man, seeing the video, like hearing it's one thing, you know, hearing the drums. Uh, so real quick, guys, go to iTunes or Spotify or, or don't stop. Listen to the podcast first, but write this down somewhere. Uh, just just remember to go to whatever listening source um, that you use for your music. Look up Metal Mastermind. OK, that's the band. Hey, we're a band, too. And look up this song <laughs> called You Are Your Master. You are your master by Metal Mastermind. Uh, you will hear Ken's phenomenal drumming. And, you know, we have a video out there on YouTube, so you'll see some of that. I kind of want to just do, like, put another video out there on uh, Metal Mastermind of just your drumming. I think you have Thanks, nothing. Man. Because, dude, you're doing, I mean, you're doing all the double bass, and you can see all the fills you're doing. And it's just, it's solid, it's pristine. And kind of going back to our point, had you tried to focus on a bunch of other things while trying to get that good on drums, like you can focus on stuff and get okay on drums. Right. But obviously there was a time that you put more attention on drums than anything else in life. And you got to that level. Yeah. I, I owe it all to my dad. My dad is a, a seasoned drummer veteran. He That's was right. uh yeah, he was a, a drummer for like 30 years before like i was born <laughs> he's so, a cool dude too man i love thanks, man dad. he's he's such a cool dude you, you've got, yeah. you got such a great family dude so i appreciate that um he's he's very uh how would you say uh sensitive to different styles and inflection in music so what i think what my dad really taught me very well was how to listen to groove um, and how to interpret groove as a dance, you know, because it's very much kind of like that. Um, you have to swing, you have to lay into the pocket, right? It's it's all a dance. And if you look at a really good dancer visually, all their gesture movements are in rhythmic time. So it's like you're mastering the art of movement in time. And, uh, you know, I think drummers make for great dancers in this case, <laughs> although That's I am a horrible dancer from my <laughs> core because I'm too tall. <laughs> That's why you're a metalhead. And, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I'll sit down sense. on the kip and just like bang away for you. But that's fine. I'm not going to do a head and perform and dance. I can't hold balance for shoe. <laughs> but to get to um, that level, though, you had to focus, you know, you and it was kind of going back to what we're talking about, you know, there uh, the things that you're great at already, I believe in natural talents. I know somebody, somebody once told me that, well, that's, that's a bunch of BS natural talent. You've got to work hard for it. You do no doubt yes. that you need to work for the, for the talent. If you've got it, uh, you're going to be going up against other people in life that also have it, that might be working harder. And the, the one that has it and works hard on top of that is the one that's going to come out on top. And, and I don't mean this to sound like a competition. I, I don't like competition. I never have. I, and I don't compete. 
Um, but let me put it in, in this term, I guess. If you want to be the best you can possibly be and be your own authentic and original, unique self in whatever you're doing, and you're already good at this thing, you've got a knack for it, it just makes sense to get even better at that. Um, and I want to clarify, uh, Ken, and, and we're on the same page here. I know it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do other things. It doesn't mean that you should discard everything else. But, you know, there are some things that you just don't want to do. Maybe it's best to have someone else do that. You know, Ken, you were talking about you love certain aspects of Metal Mastermind, but there are certain aspects that you don't care for. And, and me, I'm on the same page as well. There are certain parts yeah. of business of running the business I just don't like. Um I'm not a numbers guy, so you know somebody else will be doing the accounting. I don't. I hate accounting. I hate financial stuff. I just don't like any of that stuff. Uh, I just want to focus on you know making music, putting out content, making right. the courses and that sort of thing. So I'm not going to try to become an expert in that because I don't like it. Uh, I don't really want to have much of anything to do with it. I just want to know that everything is okay. And then if you know if I want to go. Uh, eat a steak or something like that at El Puerto, the awesome Argentinian place in Ebor City. That oh, I can do that. Dude. <laughs> it's so I love good, El dude. Puerto. Yeah, it's <laughs> El awesome. so I remember good. we took you there. Um, yep. But you know, I I just want to know, but I don't need to really know all the details. Some people say it's not smart, and I'm using accounting as one example of thousands of examples. There are just certain things uh, I don't like to do. Um, I need some screens replaced on our, our patio or the, we've yep. got the pool, we got the patio and there are some top screens that need to be replaced. I'm not getting up there to do that. I'm going to hire an expert, someone that does that on a daily basis to handle that because I don't want to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it. Right. Makes uh, sense, man. You gotta, you gotta allocate your time accordingly. And, you know, yeah. again, it's like, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Um, you got you got other things that you got to take care of. There's a there's a priority list and you got to address them. You know, um, all that stuff is super important to like understand. I think sometimes we have a hard time of letting go. Uh, and I'm just speaking this from personal experience, you know, like being, um, you know, the mad composer of my, you know, epic cinematic metal project is like it's very hard to let go of certain things. Because uh, you want to oversee and you want to, you know, quality control and do all this stuff. But then at the same token, there are certain things that you're just, you know, better off allowing somebody to take over. Um, in, in this case, like, I'm not going to try and play my own guitars if I if I'm not a guitar player. Like, that's why Jason's here. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> leave it leave it to the professional to really do it right. You know, um, I had to swallow a tough pill when my initial mixes were subpar. You know, I had to also swallow a tough pill when I was like, you know, I'm not going to master this and I got to be, you know, selective on who I choose to master my music. Um, it's, it's tough, you know, but sometimes um, it's, I get, I love the analogy of, you know, holding onto a rope uh, that's squeezing your hand so hard is doing more damage to you than just letting it go, you know? Oh, I like um, that. I like that a lot, dude. You gotta sometimes you just gotta let it go and let it do its thing, and it will, you know, develop in its own way, in its own organic way, the way it was meant to be, you know. So recognizing that is important in everything that you do. Um, especially like if you're in a position where you have to uh influence people too. Um, that's as a teacher, like I have to do that. I have to learn sometimes that I have to adapt to what my student needs um 
you know, for example, like one of my students, he's, he's trying to be an acoustician and I wanted to just uh, focus on letting them go and focus on doing that acoustic design project, you know, like build a studio um, rather than doing, you know, post-production movie stuff, because it's like, you know, that, that person, they're going to use that information more. So, so let's, let's make it work for them. Um, and I'll, I'll deal with how to grade it later, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think it's important that we recognize those things and the limitations and what people are good at. And, and, you know, if you're working with others, learning how to emphasize and show them that this is what they should, you know, put their energy towards. I like that a lot, dude. Yeah. I think, I think growing up too, we sort of do our children a disservice by you've got to learn this, this, that, that. I mean, there are some fundamentals. I mean, you, you want to know the English language or whatever country you live in, you want to know that language and uh, be proficient in that. You want to be proficient at basic mathematics. You know, you want to learn a little bit about this, that, and the other, but I think sometimes we we push people, not only kids, but adults too, we push people into these little corners where you have to be a certain way and you must learn this. And what happens is their natural talent to do something else is kind of just like swept under the rug, it's hidden, you know, uh, and they're not able to venture out and do that because they think they have to be a certain way, you know, and I want all of you guys to understand that no matter where you at, where you're at in your life right now, uh, you may be at a job you don't like, or or maybe you're pursuing something, but you're not quite at that level you want to be at yet. Hey, we get that. We totally understand that. But I want you to know right now that you can do the thing that you want to do with your life. Okay. This doesn't mean that you're going to be famous or be a millionaire or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, if that's the goal, if that's part of the goal, then I say, go for it. Uh, we, we do need more millionaires in the world doing great things, right? I, yep. I call that compassionate capitalism. Some people, you know, don't like that, but you know, whatever. I, I don't care. We need more people that <laughs> are self-sufficient, that are not relying on government or someone else, or playing the blame game. Well, it's because of the president we have, or this is going on, or this happened twenty years ago. We need more people taking accountability for their own actions for themselves and making a life for themselves. And then sharing that with other people, I think that's the other side of it. Uh, somebody, somebody was bashing. I saw online. And I don't get caught up in this stuff. You just you see things here and there as you're scrolling through, right? When you're bored, yep. people are bashing. You know, some of the rich folks or whatever. But the people that I I don't know them personally, but the people that I that I see and listen to at times that are wealthy, like Alex Hermosi, uh, Acquisition.com entrepreneur. Uh, like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Uh, the list goes on. These people are putting out free content every day, some of them multiple times a day, to inspire people, to encourage people, and give them free advice on how to level up. So we can't sit here and blame, you know, everything else or whoever the president is, or, or doesn't really matter, right? You can't point the finger at anyone but yourself if you're not where you want to be in life. You have yeah. to take accountability, and we we just kind of went off on a on a completely different topic here. But I think it's important though to to bring this up when we're talking about focusing on the thing that you love and the things that you're good at naturally, and build on those because each and every one of you listening right now, you have it. I mean, you're all musicians listening to this. Who knows? We we might have 
we might have pulled some non-musicians in here as well. And hey, we welcome you too. But uh, let's say you're a musician and let's say it is a hobby, right? And it's just something that you do. You don't have any plans to to do do anything more with your music, like be in a band or whatever. A lot of you do, but some of you don't. Some of you, you, you have that as a hobby, but your vision for your life might be something different. Maybe you want to write a book, right? Maybe you want to be an author. You've always wanted to do that. Maybe you want to start an online business or, or whatever the case is, guys. doesn't matter what it is. But I want you to know that you need to follow that gut instinct. If you have pure intentions, I believe your instincts will send you the right direction, right? But don't question yourself. Just go for it. You're already good at what you do. Get great. If you're already great, get exceptional. Keep pouring energy into that thing, and that's going to help you be successful, self-sustaining, and once you get to that level, or I say during the process, hey, share Share with the world, guys. Be a light. Yeah, I think the key part of that is trust. You know, you got to trust in the process. You got to, you know, trust in yourself. And when you're doing um, something like this in music, sometimes I feel like trust is the biggest obstacle for people because they're trying to create, you know, let's say, you know, take me as a as an example of this you know i trusted in a band and the band didn't work out mm, you know yeah. so that can leave uh, a scar you know and that can be traumatic for somebody um and that can break a lot of the trust that they would have for other people who would rightfully do the good thing you know so i feel like many times it's because of trust that we don't move forward Either it's trusting in the process or trusting in somebody else to do what they're supposed to do. But that's the risk. That's kind of what you need. I mean, even you were mentioning Garrett Vaynerchuk. I mean, he talks about getting people who are good at what they do and having them on your team to make it a better team. <laughs> that is and, so awesome. <laughs> and it's true, but it's hard because it is about letting go. It's about trusting in other people to do what they should be doing for the common cause. Right. Um, and that's, you know, if you're the person who's starting this thing, you got to sell it, you got to sell it to that person that, you know, they've got to be a part of this and contribute their time and energy to something that you fundamentally 100% believe in. So, you know, I, I am so grateful for people like, you know, David Milgate and Jonathan Crook on my, project because they have these skills that I don't have otherwise. Like I, I've done art in high school and I've had classical training in that, but man, David like absolutely kills it with the artwork for Homera. Cause he's made graphic novels. This guy, you know, he wow, says, this is what he, this is what he does, you know? And if, as long as I was patient enough and he was patient enough, we would get through it. And now we're here on the home stretch. So it's possible. And, you know, and that's several years in the making, right? Ever since 2018, he started painting my stuff. I have now like 27 pieces of art from him. So it, it's pretty insane. But, you know, when you find the right person and you, you never truly know in the beginning, you just have to go with a gut instinct, you know, um, and over time intentions are revealed to you, but that's the risk that you take. It's like investing, you know, you have to, you're investing in people. That, that's the difference. You're not investing in a stock or a crypto you're investing in people. And uh, that's, 
the riskiest business in the world because people can change on a dime. You know, it's they they have other ambitions in life. They go a different path than you do. Um, you don't see eye to eye. You know, all of these things are going to come up and you got to figure out how are you going to move forward? So I think trusting in yourself and staying true to your vision and your intention will help keep the torch lit for you on your path. All these other people that come in are there. They're going to see the light that you bring and you have to just stand tall, make sure that it shines bright so that others can follow your awesome idea. And if you can do that, then you've got what it takes. You do. You just have to keep going and you have to not give up on it because, you know, winter's coming, but then there's summer and then there's fall and then there's winter again and spring and summer and fall. It all keeps cycling through. There's always going to be ups and downs, ups and downs. So every time winter comes, doesn't mean you put your light out. It means you have to make it shine brighter because <laughs> you need the warmth from that. So if you need to add a little bit more, you know, fuel to the fire for those cold winter nights, then do it because it's worth it. It's your baby. It's your, your, your brainchild. It's the thing that you value the most in this world that you want to bring to life. And if it doesn't come to life from you, it's not going to come to life at all. That's a good point. And I love that you brought up the seasons because yeah, life comes in seasons and, you know, talking about entrepreneurship and guys, this is with your music, your art, with a book, if you're writing a book, which, Hey, I encourage you to do whatever that thing is that you want to do that you've always wanted to do, or if you've already done it and this is your thing, well, now, you know, do more of it, get even better at it and continue on. But you mentioned seasons and I believe that, uh, and, and, any facet of life, you have to learn how to navigate. You have to learn how to pivot. So when the quote unquote winter comes, well, if you know how to pivot, that winter's not going to be so cold. You're going to be able to survive just fine. You know, our our mentor and, and you know, the girl that taught us what we know, Liam McHenry uh, of Elite Savvy Musician Academy, well, we were her first generation elite students. That's why Ken and I are here. But, you know, she talked about how she built a million dollar business during a pandemic. Yeah. How, how do you do that? Everybody else is complaining. Well, the economy, well, this, well, that. Well, no, she just acted right. She kept pushing forward anyway and built a million dollar candle business during the year of the pandemic when everything was shut down. So. This means, and it's proof, guys, that you have to you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to adapt to change. You can sit back and you can blame this and blame that. And hey, sometimes things happen that really suck in life. But at the same time, you know, we have to be accountable and control because you do you have a lot more control than you think you have. Control how you react to things. How are you going to make this work for you? Right. I love what um I think it's Robert Kiyosaki. He's talking about finances. And, and I say I hate finances. I, I I hate dealing with money and accounting and all that stuff. But I, I have read a few things on it just to, you know, keep a little bit of knowledge in the tank there. I forget like, you know, three-fourths of what I read. But, uh, <laughs> but Robert <laughs> Kiyosaki, you know, um, he talks about this kind of stuff about, you know, about pivoting and about adapting to change and, uh, and just keep moving forward anyway. 
And there was a specific quote in it. Totally, uh, totally like lost my mind. Hey, I told you I forget three fourths of everything. <laughs> Here's proof. <laughs> but you know, you know, all, all that said is you, you got to keep moving forward. You got to find a way to to continue moving forward no matter what happens in your life. You know. Yeah, and I I I want to come back to um, uh, Leah McHenry here for a quick second because um, her pivot was was genius. She she had a brand that was all about Celtic fantasy metal, and she pivoted to an industry that fantasy lovers love, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. candles, right? And she used her brand to create scented candles that reminded her fans of the brand that they love you know so dearly you know so she had all these different types of whimsical you know titles for her candles the the flavors of the candles reminded people of those specific things and and that's what it is you know it's using your gift which is to be a visionary you know in this case um, and take what it is that you know, which is so close to you and your identity as an artist, and then pivoting to use it in a different form. Um, and that's what Leah was really good at. Leah knows how to utilize her brand, uh, which is why, you know, we chose to learn from her. We, we were so uh, adamant about growing as artists ourselves that we ended up making metal mastermind out of all of that, which is associated to our art. Um, so look at us. We're doing the same thing. <laughs> We're doing the same thing. And by the way, check, check her music out too, guys. Uh, Leah is spelled L E A H. And that's, that's just her band's name. It's, she's a solo artist, Leah. And uh, she's out there. She's got some, she's got some really good music. Um, Sanders, the guy from Delane, he, uh, she hired him to play the drums. I don't know the other musicians on there, but I mean, it's, it's, top quality music and she's totally. a phenomenal vocalist and composer and all that. So uh, yeah, check her out. We're, you know, we're grateful for that experience. Cause again, had we not gone through that, Ken and I, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. And guys, I listen, I don't toot my horn on this. I have a master's, I have an MBA. Uh, I would trade all of my degrees back in to not have paid the student loans that I paid on those over the years. And I learned more in Leah's course and being uh, an elite savvy musician Academy, I learned way more than I ever learned in any of my courses throughout my college degrees. So I'm not saying college is a bad thing to each their own, but you know, if, if someone were coming up to me asking for advice, Hey, should I take out student loans to get this degree? Unless you're looking to become like a doctor or some specialized field where you have to have that specific degree, I'll say, no, ditch it. There's there's way too much stuff out there that you can get online that's better suited for being successful, in my opinion. But anyway, yeah. um, we wouldn't be sitting here right now without Leah's. No, course. we wouldn't. We wouldn't. And um, I think it's honestly a good thing that you said what you said, because I kind of look at you know, anything that has to do with something like this, where you're an independent musician trying to market yourself, right? Let's just take this example. Um, It's very much like analog gear in a studio where you're, you know, why do we like analog? Oh, because analog brings a a flavor of imperfection that sounds beautiful, right? Yes. Because, you know, well, why does it do that? Well, guess what? Because every time you run through analog, that's the one and only time that it sounds like that. Mm. It's unique every single time because electricity changes, uh, you know, maybe some of the gear that's inside it 
had a different, you know, humidity level that day. And so it responds a different way this time, you know, or whatever. It, it's every time you run through analog, the point being is it's always different. That's why if you do a recall on an analog mix, be prepared that there's going to be some slight change because inherently that's what comes out of it. So when we're talking about, oh, how do we, you know, market and use, you know, methods and strategies? Well, guess what? The strategies that Leah used can have in principle the same effect if we apply them, but we apply them in our own way. That's the same thing as running an analog. It's always different every time it's run through it. So you as a different person with a different background, with a different history of, you know, working in the music industry and a different skill set and all this kind of stuff, it's going to change in the method of how you execute that plan. So you're going to have to just understand that some of the learning doesn't happen just by listening. You have to take action and do it because it's not going to always apply exactly the same for you. You still have to figure out that missing piece that makes it work for you. And that's something that a lot of people don't really get because they look at it and they say, okay, it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But guess what? This isn't the matrix. This isn't a simulation where we have to, or at least I don't know, we don't we don't have the uh, ability of just recreating one for one every single time, you know, because there's a time and place, you know, we're still moving forward in time, right? We're not at the same moment when certain other people did it. So we got to adapt to our current situation. It's like yeah. analog. That's so, I do, I'm so glad you, you went on that because that's so powerful, dude. Uh, people will follow someone and do everything that person says to do, uh, but won't have the same success rate. And it has little to do with what they've learned, but it's how they're implementing it. You could, you could take the most successful person in the world and you could follow their step-by-step formula and do every single thing they did in their life and do it to the T and still not get the same results or anywhere near it. And Ken is, is the whole analog concept is what you just said. The beauty of analog as well. This is a very beautiful thing is that it captures that moment in time that will never be the same ever again. This is another reason why I want to encourage all of you listening right now to stop overthinking. We're, we're good at that. I think a lot of us are good at that. We're writing lyrics, we're writing a riff or whatever. Uh, you're pursuing something, whatever that may be. And, and we start overthinking and we start questioning ourselves. It doesn't mean that you don't need to polish things up here and there, right? But when you overthink to the point that you don't take action, right? The whole uh, paralysis by analysis, over analysis, well, that's a real thing, guys. So this is why it's so important to take what you've learned, even in our courses, like my guitar courses, Ken, your theory course. Uh, you guys know our songwriting course. Uh, by the way, plug metalmastermind.com. Check out our courses, guys. We have a lot of cool courses out there for you guys. Guitar, bass, uh, production, theory, all the good stuff. Uh, Ken, you've actually got a, a, how to build a freaking pro studio, like you're way above my head, man. Talking about mathematical stuff and all the stuff I don't understand. But um, for for you geeks out there, and that's studio producer. Uh, I'm sorry, studio designer, right? Metal studio designer. That's the yep. course you want to get, <laughs> but because you go through all the like details, dude. Um, so really, really good if you want to nerd out on that type of thing in your home studio. But uh, yeah, even with our courses, guys, you still have to implement them in a way that suits your needs. And the time uh, that you're going through this, Ken and I, we came up with 
this one very short philosophy for metal mastermind and that is what create your own sound okay create your own style go for that so you can learn and i i read books i read books probably about every day i'm in some book right because your reading is is something i didn't do a lot of when i was younger so i guess i'm trying to catch up now but i'm always learning i, I want to keep keep learning you know books are great you you, you might get a few gold nuggets out of that book that just change your life, you know, that change the course of your actions and Absolutely. make things better for you. But it's all in how you implement, you know, you take the information, but implement it in your own way. If I show you guys a riff on guitar, you guys know that follow me on my YouTube channel. If I show you how to play something, I always, in practically every single lesson I put out there, I encourage you to take what I'm sharing with you. Now, add some notes, Take away some notes, play in a different place on the keyboard or keyboard fretboard. <laughs> I'm all over the place today. I'm thinking about <laughs> I was, I, this real cool song I heard the other day had keys in it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But anyway, um, so take that though, make it your own. That's what we're all about here. Yeah, you got to make it your own. It's 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 the last key of the puzzle, man. And uh, that's the thing that uh, when we're talking about indie music and why people get frustrated because it takes time. It takes a long time. You know, uh, I keep telling people, uh, you want to do indie music, you don't want to go to a label. Okay, expect, you know, any sort of movement to happen when you're like 10 years deep, <laughs> because yeah. you got to build it. You, you you know, honestly, you have to build it from the ground up. And, uh, you know, if you know all the ins and outs of your castle, you know, you, you'll stand the weathered storm. You will make it through. It, but you have to go through the muddy days without a roof and <laughs> it's going to have to happen uh, for you that way. You got to have to trudge through the dirt uh, to make it happen. But like Andrew Carnegie says, you know, you don't go in looking for dirt. You go in looking for gold. And every time you find that gold nugget, it adds value to your life. So, uh, you know, I, I like to do similar things, too. I, I even as an audio professional, I'm still always looking at other ways of how people are approaching mixes, um, you know, or different types of sound design, or, you know, somebody knows more about working in Dolby Atmos than I do. So I seek to, to, to learn. Um, these are all the things that you need to do to stay hungry, to stay uh, open and also ambitious for everything that you want to make happen in whatever it is that you do. If you want to, you know, if, if you're like me, who is an audio geek and you're like, dude, I want to try Atmos. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, go do it. I mean, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to cost money, but you know, if it really care, if you really care about like high fidelity audio and you want this new immersive sound, um, you know, you have to put your money where your mouth is and you got to invest in it. You gotta, you gotta do the work. You gotta, you gotta do the research and find out how it works best for your studio and all these sorts of things. I, we could, we could attribute this, concept to so many things in life that's why i love it because it's so universal um but yeah here at metal mastermind it's nothing without action so creating your own sound you're never going to do that if you don't implement all the activities and the exercises uh and and all the learning requirements to get to a point where you can do something like that um metal songwriters forge we, we talk about it all the time on this channel because Metal Songwriters Forge is there to help inspire you, to give you a path. It's not a way to tell you how to write a song. It's how to think about maybe 
writing a song <laughs> because everything that you write exactly. is always going to be your own way of doing things. And that's great. That's the thing that makes you you. So if you're looking for solutions on, okay, well, I'm having trouble with this part. Okay, well, here's a method maybe that can, you know, overcome that writer's block for you. That's what Songwriters Forge is about. It's not about how to write a song. It's how to use the tools of writing a song to overcome the challenges that you have in your own uniqueness. That's it. That is it's exactly what we teach here, man. We uh we want to encourage you guys to again create your own sound. Uh, by the way, guys, head over to metalmastermind.com if you haven't seen our courses. Uh, we've got a growing library of courses. Uh, Ken and I, we put every ounce of effort we possibly can into our courses. Uh, and then, of course, we've got some other creators that have courses on our platform. We we help them as well as they're creating to come up with the absolute best value that we can give you. Like Alfred Potter, you know, he's got the sweep picking master course. Uh, we've got a we've got metal bass master coming, by the way, from Rich Gray, the bass player for Annihilator. And and uh, what's his other band, Ken? I think Anzen. Anzen, that's right. Uh, phenomenal bass player. He laid the tracks for uh, Siren's latest album, A Mercenary's Fate. And I know those guys really well. And I, I got the opportunity to hear his bass tracks raw. I'm like, whoa, who is this dude? <laughs> so I'm like, we got to reach out to this guy. So he agreed to do the course, but that's coming out soon. I'm I'm working on a lead guitar course for you guys. And we got a lot more stuff coming down the pipe. But, uh, you know, we always end, or we don't always end this way. We just started this, our, our song of the week, Ken. Dude, what is your song of the week? Uh, so I've uh, actually been listening to this band called Haken. Uh, or Haken, I think it's Haken, H-A-K-E-N. Okay. They're they're definitely European. Um, they may be from the UK, um, but their uh, album Aquarius is very very cool. Um, my fiance Elizabeth, she came to me with this because uh, she loved Between the Bird and Me, and she was like, "You got to check this stuff out." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is actually really cool." So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my choice for the week. Uh, Aquarius by Haken. Check it out. Awesome, dude. Awesome. I will, I will definitely listen to that because I don't think I've listened to them yet. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to plug that in the gym tomorrow, dude. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what about you? My, uh, well, I so I King's X. I love King's X. I've loved them for Ooh. so long. And I know they're not really metal. You know, back then, back in the day, if it had distorted guitars, people just called it heavy metal. Oh, it's heavy metal. But uh, King's X just came out this year. Um, this is kind of a, you know, combination of their uh, prior years or early years is called in the new age, the Atlantic recordings, 1988 through 1995. So I believe it's all the albums, man, on this one album uh, from that era. And there's a particular song, which is off the Dogman album, but it's on this compilation too, called cigarettes. Um, just a really cool groove. Um, you'll have to go into the lyrics. It's pretty deep. It's, it's kind of sad, but just a really cool groove. I love Ty's guitar playing Ty Tabor just some excellent, just very tasteful. And he does a lot of like really spacey and ambient stuff on this, on this song. And, you know, Ken and I, you were, you, were, you and I were talking earlier. I love Doug Pinnock. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I could have a voice, like if you told me, Jason, you can pick any voice in the world to have, it, it would probably be his, or he'd be in the top, you know, the, the top probably three anyway for me, but I love his voice. It's oh, so man. soulful. It's, it's, it's got this raw rock and roll sound to it, but it's very soulful at the same time. Uh, and he has a phenomenal bass tone because he plays bass and sings, you know, just, just a phenomenal singer, musician and songwriter. So yeah, that's, uh, 
Yo, I, if, if I had to choose like a singer that I idolize for their tone, I think it would be Warl Dane from Nevermore. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I get that. I, I love his, and he, I think he comes from like an operatic background too. So, and it's apparent when you hear him, you know, boy, mm. you know, he does like the vibrato, he does, he's got the, the technique to do it. Um, yeah. but he's just so metal about it. I love it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Jeff Loomis, man. That's where I that's where I discovered Jeff. Many people discover Jeff Loomis from there. Of course, Jeff sure. Loomis is with Arch Enemy now, uh, which I love that band too. I saw Arch Enemy live. Uh, saw that that was uh, I can't remember what year, but it's been several years now. So, yeah, oh yeah, all great stuff. Loomis is uh, his his uh, solo project with Miles of Machines. I think was uh, such an awesome like guitar solo album. I mean, like check it out oh, yeah. if you haven't heard that. Yeah, if you like the virtuoso stuff, he, he's definitely one to check out for for the solo work there. Good stuff. Well, guys, thank you for listening in. We appreciate you. Hey, don't forget to check out MetalMastermind.com. Check out our courses we have out there for you. And again, we appreciate the support you give us. Until next time, as always, create your own sound. <laughs>